Hello, hello. Welcome to She Podcast, episode 321. I am your co-host, Jessica Kupferman. With me, as always, the especially giggly Elsie Escobar. Three, two, one. <laughs> and then our curmudgeon today, John Jamingo, who's mad at me because I have a guest. How dare you? Be How not dare you? About it. I'm not mad at you because you have a guest. He is, but it's fine. That is not why he's mad. Gaslighting. It's because we have a guest unprepared. Totally gaslighting. That's right. So sorry. Yeah, he, I'm. Who's gaslighting? Him or me? I'm gaslighting. Yes. That's what he said. You don't even know like, what that means, girl. Not. It's lying. You're just out lying. Nice to see you guys. We have lots to talk about today, but first, I want to introduce you to our event planner for the fall. Her name is Jennifer Follick Rains, and she and I have been friends since we were 13, I think. Yeah. Some, 13, 14? <laughs> Somewhere in our early, early teens. Yeah. We, um, go ahead. Sorry. What were you going to say? No, I'm saying hi to the chat. Sorry. Oh, Hanukkah. How are you? So good to see you. My gosh. I haven't seen you in so long. I miss you. Yes. We had such a good time at that last conference with Hanukkah. We did. It was really fun. I had lunch. And also at my conference, I think. I had we lunch had with hugs. Her and, we had hugs. Yeah, and big hugs. I miss you. Yeah, so Jen is here um, visiting. We're going to do lots of work on the event today. She got here just in time to piss John off and record with us. That is not true. Just let her go. She's going to. It's her okay. show. She can, she can malign me any way she wants. Okay. Come on. That's what you're doing to me, right? It's all fun and games till someone loses an eye, right? I didn't say anything. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue your lives. Okay. All right. Good. So um, we have lots to talk about today. But before we do, Elsie, what would you do for the fourth? Absolutely nothing fourth related at all. Do you not celebrate our freedom and independence from the British? <laughs> um, Is that a no? Yeah. I mean, it was a great no long fireworks? weekend. And if I was with my family, I think we would have gotten and, and barbecued. I mean, I mean, if you were with your family, it would be like a, a siesta all night, right? Yeah, I mean, we had, you know, we go over. That's what we sell it. Last time we went to L.A. and hung out with the fam over there, the all of us over there. We we had a huge barbecue, and everybody was in this one place, the pool, and bar, you know, all the things that people do, all the white people, same thing that all the white people do, except we have different food. So what food did you? So you did nothing. You don't no, we take did your nothing. Kids in, Zero. Nothing not special. Thing. Nothing at all. Do you watch fireworks on TV or anything? No, we didn't do anything. I feel so bad for your children. No fireworks on 4th of July. No. Your face. We didn't do any of it. All right. We were with our in-laws. The nanny and pap were here the entire week. We did all kinds of fun things with them. Oh. The entire well, week. Nothing. And they left on Saturday. And Sunday was the day with, like, it was the day that I cleaned up the entire house afterwards, not because that they left it dirty, but because fleas, and I'm still obsessed. Still fleas? I still have, yeah, they're still around. That's why I had to go put socks on, so. They're still around? Yeah, dude. Unbelievable. I'm telling you, it's just easier to move at this point. What can you do? Vacuum. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Non-stop. Non-stop vacuum, but there has to be a way of killing them. Yes, I'm trying all the things. Yeah, called exterminator. They come in, they spray, they put a bomb in there, and it's all gone. You come in and vacuum up all the dead <laughs> no, bodies. No, not. And that's I don't it. Know if that would work up, the up there in the mountains. Does that work? Yes. That's how people get rid of the fleas. They call an exterminator. Exterminator comes in. You leave the house for like 12 hours, and then you come back, and they're all dead. 
But that's in a normal suburban house. That's not Elsie lives in like a lives in like a log cabin. Oh my god! In the woods. Yeah, I mean, we find so many bugs; it's insane. Well, this would kill most of them. I found yeah. slugs, little. What are those things? Those little. I mean, fleas are really just the worst of the bunch. But yeah. she lives with all kinds of critters up there. Let me ask yeah. you a question: Do your cat are your cats outdoor indoor cats? They're indoor cats, but um, they need to get a, their second dose of the flea thing. Right. So then, yes, then you you get you've tipped you dip the cat and do- well the dogs if, and the cats have flea stuff on them. You have the house bombed. You come back in. You vacuum up all the dead bodies. It's over and done with. This way, they're in there breeding and breeding and breeding. You'll never get rid of them. Yeah, but you have to breed only when they eat the cat. I know. Look at it. It's like just the dead bodies. That's so. If I uh, let me tell you something, the way that way fleas flock to me, I would leave the house. I would have a, a tent set up outside. I would not be able to be in there. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I did. I vacuumed all the things and cleaned my house on July fourth. We need a flea report every week. I'm sorry. That doesn't that's all right. Like very much I, of a we, we are super okay. Super. It was great. Like, there's nothing wrong. Like, we had a great time. We. It was an all right, amazing. Don't be so defensive. I was just experience yesterday we went into Asheville and I walked around Asheville for a long time it was packed it's like tourist crazy town yeah so anyway well I didn't do shit yesterday I went to the pool every holiday is marked with a pool a pool visit because and then I'm sad that I didn't make plans to go to the beach I do it every fourth of July this year, especially so because it's the first time in like six years that it hasn't rained on the 4th of July. Oh, wow. Because in, in, I mean, not last year, but in subsequent years, I've made extreme effort to take this little boy to fireworks and it's poured on our heads it, at my friend's house, at the DuPont Country Club, all kinds of places. It's a huge bummer. Did you see fireworks? Um, we watched it on TV. They had fireworks where I was last night, strangely. Um, but and it was so packed. It was a good energy though, because you know people coming out of the pandemic, and you know people were happy about it. But you know, big crowds like that just aren't for me, especially in in the hot weather. So we kind of did a drive by and then went back to my parents' house. <laughs> drive by, good. Drive by firework watching. Did yeah, you see exactly. it on Saturday? They had all the fireworks set up for that night, and somehow they went off in the middle of the day, like yeah, all I of them at once. That. In Ocean City, Maryland. In Ocean City, yeah. That was a big deal. That's where I was. I mean, I was in Bethany Beach, Delaware, but yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, People well, were running for cover. Accident. You should. There was, the thing with phone is there's like 7,000 videos of it from all different angles. I heard a bunch going off, actually, a couple. I mean, not the ones we're discussing, because that's an hour and a half away. But um, I heard some going off in the middle of the day on the 4th of July as well. But it was like 3, 4 o'clock. It made no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearly, you weren't able to see anything. So it's like, what are you practicing? Like, why? It, and I know it works. Stop booming them. I did see there was a, there were some close by. And I thought, oh, my gosh. The thing starts at 9.30, and I thought, there's no way. I can't. I can't drag my family. You can't stay up till 9.30? Is that what you're saying? Huh? You can't stay up till 9.30? No, it's not staying up till 9.30. That means that the thing is going to start at 9.30 wherever it is that we're going. And I don't want to be somewhere at 9.30, have this thing happen, come home afterwards, so I don't know. I remember when I noticed that I was. It was ten o'clock and we were on be- in the bed already with the girls chilling. 
But couldn't you ascend the mountain and look towards the fireworks and see them from where you we are? We could. We could have gone outside to look. Okay. We did not. <laughs> Patrick thinks you should start a new show called The Flea Coach. The Flea Coach. Oh, my gosh. Look, pro- Jenny said she started hearing random fireworks at 10 a.m. on the 4th. That's- yeah, I think they're, they're practicing, right? Right. Practicing, I guess. There was a, a hockey player that uh, needed more practice. He was uh, killed by a firework. He went to set it off and held it, went the wrong way and got him. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear that. Okay. Another chipper story from John. Jim- <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with your fireworks, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Let's my God. Going. So can we talk about She Podcast Live? Oh, um, Yeah. We totally can. I'm repping. How cute is my tank top? It's so cute. So very cute. Thank you. That would fit on my left thigh only. And not even the right one. Just the left one. And it would have to stretch to fit it. That's how little that tank top is. Do you know why? It, you know, I used to wonder, like, Elsie had the smallest luggage when we would go to conferences. And I'm like, why do you? She, like, packs everything in, like, a backpack. <laughs> She's a tiny person. I do not. She's a her, tiny person. Because her clothes are the size of like a headscarf. Yeah. Yeah. They, they need to make those tank tops for big girls. I mean, they do. They're just not flattering. <laughs> They're like it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear it. It's pretty terrible. No, I mean, I mean, we can make our own. But like, um, yeah, I have to fix the store. Let's not talk about that part. So we're talking about Sar- <laughs> Saturday Night Live. She podcast live. It just came right out. Saturday Night Live. Um, hi, Lisa. She is so cute, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so last week we got a bird's eye view of some of the ideas for the stage. Um, and also like how the Marrakesh Bazaar is going to look. Marrakesh, is that not the right word? Well, I think that's what a bazaar is based on, but this is going to be themed into the Southwest location and to all of the gorgeous colors that are in the She Podcast Live logo that will carry through. So get ready to be ensconced in gorgeousness. Ooh, ensconced. Ensconced. That was a good word. Thanks for the coffee. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's what you get when you give Jennifer coffee ensconced. So I will say this because, of course, I can't spill the beans, even though we all know I want to because I'm the worst. But she is the worst, Jennifer. She's going to let things fly. I'm not letting anything fly because I have a team of people who are handling this besides me. And if I piss them off, they'll never work with me again. So I will not let it go. I really I mean, I I I just want to say that I'm extremely lucky to have Jennifer and her team because I'll tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, no conference in our industry will look the way ours will look. You will, you have never seen anything before like it. You will never see anything after like it. That's how cool (laughs) it's going to be. It is, it is quite amazing. I was so excited afterwards I didn't know what to do with myself. Oh, I love that. It was like really, really incredibly exciting. And it really cemented why we are doing what we're doing. It really cemented it. And I had an epiphany epiphany in the middle of the night. <laughs> and Which I night? typed it in. Like I was like, I woke up and I was like, 
this is why she podcasts live is what it is. And I remember I woke up and I wrote it, but I was like, I can see and I can't understand what I said. But it was a really amazing epiphany <laughs> that I had in the morning. Well, if you can ever interpret it, please let me know. I know. I just remember I because of the autocorrect, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Well, but try the, and read it to us. Not nah, it's have something to. like but the investment, but the but so but why you make with OS will be webit. So I think it was the <laughs> investment that you make with us will be worth it. Yeah, but oh, there's right. I speak Elsie. You, you speak you speak Elsie in the middle of the night. I mean, <laughs> I I think I know your brain well enough to know what you what roads you go down enough to guess right yeah and i think and, and part Rabbit. of it, it it was the it was about it was about the investment not only from folks that are like speaking at the event and people who are attending uh, the event in, in its itself is that the experience that you're having when you go there is worth it so and i know that um it's kind of like saying like this is going to be worth it but it's more about being able to show like being able to show up for the experience. Like there's times when folks go to like Disneyland or they go to like, you know, Disney World. And yes, everything is, maybe you don't go into any rides. Maybe you don't do anything but walk around. But the walking around, it gives you something, right? The Biltmore yes. is here in North Carolina too. Tickets for that thing are so expensive. And all you do is you walk around. You literally walk around this place. Because it's so beautiful. And I think that there's something to be said about being to ha being able to have an experience and have it with your friends that also podcast, which is like the crazy part of it. Is what I think. <laughs> yes. No, you know? I, I agree. I mean, I think I think the important thing that people should know is that not only is this a gorgeous um, destination, but uh -oh. you are frozen. You are frozen. Yeah. There we go. You're back. So what I was saying in response to your excitement is not only is this going to be a beautiful destination for people to come to and like you said, walk around and feel it, but they there is such amazing content for podcasters at every level and every... Um, coming from every experience um, and they are going to leave this conference more informed, hopefully a better podcaster in addition to making all of these connections and celebrating women and non-binary people uh, in podcasting. So it's, I mean, I don't think there's anything like it. And and also to your point about the way it's going to look, we are trying really hard to not make this like a staunch corporate kind of feel to it. Um, we want people who are attending to feel nurtured and taken care of and like they're having an, a, spa, a spa experience that is just bettering them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Patrick, Patrick says it'll be a delicious conference. That's a perfect way to describe it. So far... The furniture and the layouts and everything is delicious. Everything um, inspires connection and warmth, like more than any conference I've ever seen. So I'm super excited. I'm and I'm very grateful to have them and their vision because I don't have that. I mean, I have no vision really. Let's <laughs> no, you, no, but you and I'm you, you and Elsie have the vision for had the, for doing this in the first place and bringing people together in this way. So, you know, it's it's a movement that clearly was needed. Yes. 
Exactamundo. So yeah, so we just announced speakers. If you guys want to see, um, you can go to ShePodcast.com slash live. The, the, I don't want to say the full speaker list because we're still announcing some and putting things in place. But we did do a first, yeah, we did a first round of confirmed peeps. And they're already up. Um, and we're working on the agenda now. So we're pretty excited. We've also announced some sponsors too, which are going up. will probably be on the website by the time you hear this. Um, I don't know if anyone has any questions about the event or anything like that, but if you do, you can always reach out to um, me just at shepodcast.com. You can also reach out to Jen, Jen at shepodcast.com with one N, not two. God damn it. Hey, guess what I heard? What did you hear? I heard that Podfest is going to be like two weeks after our show. Oh, like no, like November 9th through the something something in Tampa. Back to the roots. Back to the roots. Yeah, he said hotel right next to a strip club, so I'm excited because that was a good time. Is that the same? No, I don't know if it is, but I did no, have a good restaurant. He's not going to do that. Come, come. I, maybe he was joking. Maybe he was joking. Come, come. But um, first thing I thought was, no way is Elsie going to that because you're because it's two weeks after ours, and you're like, I'll only travel oh if God. I must. <laughs> That's no, right. I'm not mad. I'm not mad about it at all. But I just thought. I'll have to go there without Elsie because she can't. She's not going to take a big trip after she took a big trip. No way, right? No, I'm not going to podcast movement. Right. <laughs> Maybe you'll go in February to their thing that they do in February. I don't know. I'm thinking about going to um, L.A. in March. Yeah, L.A. in March. That's their expectations thing, right? Or experience. yeah, What's it yeah I forgot what it's called, but yeah, that lowered expectations. What's it from? What is that? Um. But it's not it experiences. It's something else. No, it's not expectations. It's something. It's like a. It's like a sub conference of podcast movement, and it's in L.A. in the spring. Also, I don't know if you guys know about this, but you might as well get used to it now. Um, there's a show in London called the Podcast Show, and that's going to be in May. It brought up the question: Have you, Elsie Escobar, ever left this country? Yeah. Where'd you go? I came from a different country. No, I know that. <laughs> But since you've been an adult, have you traveled to other ones? Yes, I have. Where have you been? I went back to El Salvador. Okay, I didn't know that. What else? Yes, um, I've been to the UK and Spain. I had no idea because it's going to be in the UK. And I thought, I don't know if Elsie would go to the UK. Yeah, I guess you would. I went to would. the UK. I went, I went there for my, my the Michelle that you met. Oh, cool. We travel together. Very nice. Yeah, that's where she's from. Um, that's awesome. Cool. Well, yeah, please sign up. Um, tickets are on sale. Shepodcast.com slash register. You can get more information at shepodcast.com slash live. That's where it's a live website. So there will be updates regularly. So keep checking back for speakers, sponsors, agenda. Wow. She's oh, really good at commercials. This is her first podcast, y'all. You'd never know it. You would never know it, and she's amazing. Yeah, she doesn't. She is amazing. She doesn't like stumble and mess her words up. It's because of coffee. Oh, coffee! Try it. Coffee does. (laughs) Aren't you also? Weren't you also like a a theater? Well, she's a theater person because we did a lot of theater together. But like, you had a math. I mean, I'm also um, 76 years old. I just look really good for my age, so I'm that much more articulate. Yeah, she's very articulate. She's a theater person too. Um, if I didn't have coffee, though, I would have a lot of issues with word retrieval. Wow, you're doing good though. Retrieval, yes. yeah, retrieval. I couldn't retrieval. even retrieve that. Yeah, 
She couldn't have even retrieve that. That's amazing. I can't do that. It doesn't matter how much coffee I have. It's my brain is just not working. But it's not fair for you to compare yourselves to people who, you know, I mean, you. It's not fair. Elsie's a theater person. I am a theater person. But doesn't your brain think in both languages? No, dude. My brain is just messed up. Oh, that's even (laughs) sadder. Yeah, it's just, yeah, there's no world retrieval. Like the other day I was like, okay, we're going (laughs) to. Yep. The thing. And then today my my daughter, what was she doing? Oh, we were talking about outfits. My older one has a a T-shirt with these little guys on it, right? Like um, cartoon people on it or like characters. And I said to her, I'm like, don't you like to wear that tank, that T-shirt with these pants? And and I go this T-shirt with the King's people, and she's like King's people, the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake! <laughs> oh my God, what did she say? That's all she said. She goes the King's people, and then the little one goes the King's people. <laughs> I do that all the time, and my sister makes fun of me with titles of things. Like I can't remember it. Like I get the gist of it, but I would say that too. I'd be like, you know, that movie that the. the king of the circles or something <laughs> what is that yes yeah. or like, i'll meet you at the plane place she's like oh you mean the airport like it, yes. i just can't it, yes i don't that is totally to, what i don't I have think. time to think of it it's like swiss cheese your brain but delicious cheese yes but swiss yes yes thank you i'm a little bit more of a i'm the swiss with the tiny holes but many of them you guys maybe have the bigger holes yeah so there's you know each delicious in its own way, but different. Okay, um, so before we get into some news, let's talk about PodPage. Uh, actually, there was even someone in the group yesterday, the day before, who was going to make their site from PodPage and ask for a recommendation. And I told her that they were our sponsor and that I was a web designer and that I have never in my life built a website as fast as I did with PodPage. It's amazing. If you go to podpage.com or you can go to shepodcast.com slash podpage. In fact, do that so I can know that this ad is working. Thank you so much. Um, and so basically you can create almost automatically two, three clicks tops, a beautiful site, listener friendly. You can pick from your RSS feed or Apple podcasts. There's absolutely no coding necessary whatsoever. Um, and it's so cool. Like it has episode pages, media players that are really cute, just like any other host would have. And I mean, this it, this does not take from your host. It's not a host. You take the feed you get from your podcast host, you plug it into pod page and you have a gorgeous site, guest profiles, transcripting, all of the things. And again, there's no technical knowledge necessary. So please check them out. Oh, I forgot to even tell you. You can do a mailing list. You can do a contact form. It gets comments. You can even collect voicemails like we do. In fact, if you'd like to do a voicemail, you can go to our website and do a voicemail. Or you can email us at feedback at shepodcast.com. Anyway, um, so yeah, check out podpage, shepodcast.com slash podpage. And now on with the show. All right. So we're moving into some news. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. News. Yeah, she thought that was Elsie, but it's me. <laughs> oh my I god. I wish it wasn't me. I know it was you. Oh, really? you that, no, that's me as well. The news you can use. Yeah. I just happened to be. The singing was Elsie. 
No, I just happened to be in tune that day. Oh, it was a miracle. I Let's be honest. To be in tune that day. Okay, so Miss Elsie, yeah, what do you want to start with, baby? All right, we're just starting from from the top. We're just reporting because we reported it in the past, but Jerry Eaton um, mentioned that uh, she is leaving Apple Podcasts. She had a tweet which you can read from our show notes where it says. Apple podcast team that I've spent the last year working with incredible colleagues and I had a front row seat to the launch of Apple podcast subscriptions, which allows creators of all sizes to monetize their content. And it's a little bit of a a little Twitter, a mini Twitter thread. And I I mentioned this actually because we covered it on episode 277 of this show when we essentially... She announced on Twitter as well that she was um, joining the team of Apple Podcasts. So she was on the team for one year, and she is taking some time off, she said. And then she's going to let everybody know where she is going next. So Exciting. Exciting. Good for her. It's so weird. It's like I, I'm – it. At, since I've been at the one company for so many years, it's like – it's a trip to just go somewhere and then be gone. You know what I mean? I guess. No, because I've only had jobs that were two years or less. Oh, really? I mean, don't forget, you're talking to someone who was going to write 40 jobs in four years. That so like, correct. no, okay. I don't know what it's like to work somewhere for 12 years, except for my father. And that's just because we're related. Right. And technically, I only worked for him for six months. But, you know, it feels like 12 years because we're related. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's insane. That's the best. Anyway, well, good. I mean, but that's cool because she got in there. She did the thing and off she goes. So. Very yeah, I know. You know, um, it will be weird if you ever leave there too. Mm-hmm. Um, just speaking from someone like my 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 hubs who um, worked, he's never had a job less than like two or three years. In fact, like his last job was seven years, and it like takes a while to get used to the fact that you're not that employee anymore. Like it's like so big of a part of your. I mean, especially you, Elsie, because like you know. A lot of your adult life now has been at that company. Like you were young, you were a young freshie when you got there, however many years ago, you know, in your 30s when people are fresh and cool. And um, it'll be weird, I think. It's just weird. It's weird because it's so much tied to your identity. But not for her. Really? Like, I don't feel it is. Like, it's, I think. Oh, please. I don't, I, but here's the thing, though. Isn't identity what you identify as versus what other people identify you as? I think if you left Libsyn, that's not word that that doesn't happen. But if you did, I think representing them, speaking for them, doing their community, reading every article, wearing that hat plus this hat, you got, I'm telling you, you're so used to it that you would have to realign everything in your brain and who and what you stand for. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it is a huge part of your identity working for them. Because any other host, it has a different vibe, right? Like Lipson is like a very Elsie vibe. It's like, I mean, it's it's a big hosting company, but it's like very, I feel like it's kind of grassroots. Like you house everyone from the first get-go, people in their basements, corporate people, rich people, not rich people, people playing around. Like you have everyone. And like, that's you kind of like, you're like a woman of the people. So if you had to go to like, well, I think, you know what it is, is because there's a difference, I guess, from your perspective versus my perspective, because I'm in it. And then you are seeing the outside of it, but you're not in it. And it's different. It's, it's different. It's sort of, yeah. 
I know, but you love it there. It's trying. sort of like when you go to Disneyland. I don't know why Disneyland. Again is so, with the Disney. Disneyland, again, if you go to Disneyland versus you working at Disneyland. Oh, that's for sure. And so then you're like, oh, look, but you're, but you're Mickey Mouse. I mean, you're constantly like... You're on the parades and you're in front of the thing and you're doing the parade stuff. And isn't you're, it amazing? And it's like you. You're like Disneyland. And then I'm like, well, I work at Disneyland, which you're is goofy, my though. job. I am goofy. Not, not Mickey. Or grumpy. I think episode 321 should be entitled Disney Analogies. Okay. Write that down. I like that. Please, 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 uh, John. He always has to write these down because it Disney helps me. analogy. Let's see how many we can fit into the show. We're only halfway through. Yeah, so we're like, only halfway through. That's correct. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Okay. To... Creators. iHeart. iHeart. iHeart launches mentoring initiative to bring diverse new creators into podcasting. Yay! In <laughs> a move geared to help bring more up and coming and underrepresented creators into podcasting, iHeart Media has launched its next up initiative, and that is capital N capital U, next up. Ooh. One word. Next the boot camp program is designed to give podcast newcomers a chance to learn about the world of podcasting from one of the biggest networks worldwide, as well as give them the financial resources to take full advantage of it. Yay, iHeart. Yeah. Wonderballs. Wonderballs. Oh Wonderballs. So, yeah. So they're moving. You know I'm glad like, these It's initiatives- like Disney World. Just oh my God. I'm joking. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh Go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, that I'm glad that there's more organizations that are doing this kind of stuff and they're putting it out there and, you know, woohoo. We love it. I'm excited that I'm excited to partner with these companies. That's what I was going to say. It's about time, right? It's about time that these initiatives took place. Yeah. It is about time, but in fairness, iHeart and Spotify. They haven't been in podcasting since the beginning of time. Like, I would say it's under five years. So I think they spent the first couple years establishing a business model, what they were going to do, what their, um, what's it called when you put yourself in a market with uh, establish your something in the market? What am I talking about? You're also talking to the wrong person about. No, uh, I'm, I know you guys, are, I know, but like, sort of like, um, old Navy versus like target versus there's like brand market. verticals, right? No, but I'm saying like, like who you are in comparison to who everyone else is. Like, what differentiates? Yeah, you? that's I was gonna say that market differentiator. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like brand identity, but you're you're trying to establish yourself as like just where you are in the vertical. I guess is what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. And and yeah, it's about time. But I just want to give them fairness because yes, it's about time that everyone do this. But these companies in specific, I think, have probably been planning this for a while, and they're only just now, like. What's the word? Introducing it, announcing it, etc. Because they've been busy, like just trying to figure out if podcasting works. You know, right, right, right. I think that one of the things that I like about, particularly some of these things, is that there's also a difference between you creating content, right? You doing you doing the show, and then the support that you need in order to continue to keep podcasting as long as you would like to. Because even here, it says that they're also going to take them not only to develop and but market a show, which is great, right? Some of the nuts and bolts of producing a podcast using the latest software, it says. And then it says the goal is for each of the participants to leave next up with at least three finished episodes and a polished pitch for their podcast. Now, so there's the other end of the spectrum here, which is that it's all about being able to get 
bought or get uh, the commercial com- commercial state, I guess, of the thing that they're putting out there and what it's going to take mm. for them to think, market their stuff. You think they're setting them up for the 60 mil buy? Well, one would hope. I mean, one but would that, hope. But that's everybody. I think that that's... Who doesn't hope that? That's right. where, you know, when I went to school, though, I think that that's where a lot of these types of programs are lacking, in all honesty, regardless of whether it's podcasting related or whatever, because a lot of them are really focused on the craft the artistry, the incredible thing that you have to build as an artist, what whatever your medium is, and then that's where they nurture you and then you get in it and you get really good at it and then you get dropped into the real world and the skills that you need to be dropped in the real world are not what you learn in the artist places. Yeah, right? that's true. I mean, that's true. I hope that iHeart gives them a good idea of, yeah, how to swim and not doggy paddle. And I don't think right. it's up to iHeart only. I think it's everything needs to help because I failed at auditioning is what I did not. Nobody ever told me how to audition. What do you mean? Don't they teach you that in college? No, they don't. When you go to grad school, you learn to do the shows. You pre- you have, you know, your acting stuff. You have your, your like diction things. You know, you have your singing stuff. You have your Shakespeare. You have your, you know, all of the different kinds of classics that you're learning. And you put a show on. But you don't write your resume. You don't take headshots. You don't go into rooms and audition for things that are like... That's true. And everyone under 40 right now is thinking, well, you just Google how to do that. Well, no. No, what I'm saying is like... We had to go to the library where there were encyclopedias and shit. No. No, what I'm saying is that it's a different thing when you go into a room and you have to audit. Like, I didn't know how to audit. Like, when we used to audition for theater, it was one person and the other person is reading lines with you, right? And then, and it's somebody else's and they're acting with you. When you audition for TV and film, sometimes there's somebody there. Sometimes the casting director is reading the script like this. And he said, hello? And you, And then you have to... Do all of the acting by yourself and hit a mark and not move. And so it's like all of a sudden you your whole like I'm going to go in there and I'm going to really feed off of the reader. They're not giving you crap. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I do agree. Yeah, yeah. totally. We, you didn't. You're to, you're absolutely right. You learn how to be in a show. You don't learn how to audition or what it's going to be like once you go out. Maybe that has changed since I've been there. Right. right. Um, and certainly you can hire a private acting coach or like there's a casting director that can tell you that stuff. But there, there was no course that prepared you for that. Yeah, exactly. And so that that's what I'm talking about with a lot of this stuff that a lot of the artists and a lot of the real like heart passionate people who really can do the incredibleness are the ones that are often passed over because they don't know how to do the basic stuff like for us like marketing yeah branding oh all that sell stuff, stuff nobody's i mean yeah stuff like that. that well that's why we have the membership is because we're trying to help fill in those blanks for our community Correct. but but you're right i hope iheart goes with that too for sure um, Lisa Orkin agrees with me. See, they never taught the business of acting. No, they don't. Oh yeah, she's a she's an actor as well, an actor, an actor as well. That's she's a voiceover. Act. Lisa Orkin is a voiceover, and she has a hilarious show. Wait, um, Lisa, what's the name of the one where you interview famous people? Remind me, because I was on uh, it, but that. I don't remember the name of it. I did Ariana Huffington. Yes, darling, I was Ariana. That's right. She. She, 
I, I totally forgot the name of you her You know, show. sleep is so important. Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> it's the worst impression I do, probably, but it was really funny. It's a good Zsa Zsa Gabor, if you could go back. Project yeah. Woo Woo. That's it. Project Woo Woo. Look me up. I'm Ariana Huffington, darling. She did. So it's, a good hung- it's a good Hungarian is woman. It? Yeah, excellent. It's called General Jew. That's my accent, right? Just general Jew. General Jew, yes. Yeah, she's not Jewish, I don't think, or but just all of my aunts, <laughs> right? Or just everyone that's old in my family. They all talk like this, darling. Sleep is so important, you know. You can't take care of yourself if you're not sleeping. <laughs> anyway, you went. You went a little Indian, Pakistani. There. I did. Well, I I know. <laughs> The worst is like Irish and pirate, like Irish and pirate. Irish and pirate. Oh my god! Those two intertwine for me so much. Like Irish pirate character. (laughs) They all Irish starting. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Okay, um, Moving on to the next story. Why don't you take this one? Since oh yeah, so this is actually uh, something that I wanted to let everybody know. I actually signed up my children for this. I haven't even told them about it. But let's go ahead and take a look at everybody who is on here now. John, is there any way that you can share the link to this in the it chat? It is storyseedspodcast.com slash camp. Slash camp. Storyseedspodcast.com slash camp. Slash camp. Was that, too much, was that too much pop for you? It was a lot of pop. So I bought them. I got them the mini camp. They have three things. It's There's an introductory workshop. Uh, there is a mini camp and there's an intensive camp. And the mini camp is in weekly one-hour sessions, participants will be inspired by peers as they meet young podcasters who share how they have grown the seeds of their curiosities into full-blown shows. And it is four session is for ages seven to 14. Um, and it's just like, I think Wednesdays, Wednesdays of the month. And they're, they have some really cool kids coming in to talk to them. They have a 14 year old, a nine year old, a 12, a 10 and a 15. And they all have like different types of, um, kid friendly things that are coming about there. So they all, they'll also share about, um, tools that they use to make their shows, tips for growing their own show and all of that fun stuff. Then they actually have a, an immersive thing, which is like an intensive camp where they actually, I do believe that they do make the podcast there from ideation to creating the catchy audio logos and all of that scripting and all of those kinds of things. Um, So one of the reasons that I got this for them is because I'd rather them learn from their own peers and other kids that are doing some really incredible stuff than from me because they see it from a perspective of the lens in which I'm doing it. It's a totally different thing. So I'm glad you posted this because I really need something dramatic and cool like this for Isaac. He's not old enough this time around, but he'll be perfect for this next year. Yeah. um, I got to I got to challenge this drama somewhere else besides in Scott's direction (laughs) because it's not going well. (laughs) I wanted to also share it today here. So for anybody that's watching live, the if you want to be in the mini camp, then you need to do it by today, which is July 6th when we are recording. Obviously, those of you who are listening afterwards, you're welcome to come check it out because they think they're going to have a um, an in- the introductory workshop as a virtual event, a 75-minute workshop in there. And I believe that that's going to be available for you to purchase and it's going to be a digital product, but it's very cool. Sweet. I like it. I know. And now moving on to our second sponsor of the episode, Jess. 
Yes, today's sponsor is Swell.life. Swell is a home for your voice when you're not on stage. If you're not performing, if you're not running a clubhouse, if you're not recording a podcast, this is your personal audio portfolio, sort of like an audio diary of sorts. And also you can discover a whole new world of audio. There are short, fun audio conversations that you can enjoy anytime you want. And you open it up and tune into a never-ending stream of fun. Mm-hmm. Actually, the I live with a never-ending stream of audio, so I'm not sure that I would need a quiet space to do this necessarily. But like, no, there's not nearly as interesting conversation going on in this house as there is on Swell. So you can share your Swellcast link with your fans and followers, ask them to keep updated, engaged with the stuff that you say on there. It can be random thoughts, little tips, stream of consciousness. And then you can also embed your little Swellcast in your own website because it has a little widget that you can embed your stuff in. Um, Yeah, so it's kind of like a network and it's really cool. You guys should check it out. Swell.life. Swell.life. All right, so we're going to be closing out the show with some tool tips. Elsie's tool tips. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so uh, one of the first tool tips that I think everybody really loves, and I think Jess, we, I was going to have you. We're running out of time here, but this is the kind of thing that I know that you would totally. Um, oh yeah, do can I on the can fly I dish about this? Yes, I know I've been talking a lot, but I really want to talk about this one because it's so cool. No, but but yeah, so Edison Research, the Edison team has created a template for podcasters looking to survey their listeners. And so what I was going to say to you, Jess, is that I wanted us to sign up for this thing. Yes. Because there's a, but I, I thought you were going to do it like on the show. So I was afraid a little bit of that, but they have a, a <laughs> the template is actually here where they have an entire whole thing of what questions to ask. Yeah, I'm not going to fill it out on the show, but I I feel I feel kind of cool that you're that you fear me and my erratic behavior. <laughs> Thank you for that. So Edison, just so you guys are 100% sure, they're the ones that do the share of ear. Are you laughing? What's no, going on? No, I'm not. Oh, I'm you're looking itching. at my legs. Sorry. I couldn't tell cuz I just saw hair. I just didn't know what was happening. Okay. So yeah, Edison's the one that do the, they do the huge data mining every year as to who's listening to what on where where and how and sometimes when we're at a conference like there's been a couple times where we've been at a conference when edison comes out with their thing and we play um share of your bingo where we where we place you know little spots based on what they say like monetization or subscription anyway they're building a tool for us to do sort of the same thing because the more data you have on your audience i think the better certainly the better for you to be able to sell it but also for you to know what content to create or what advertisers would be good or what directions you should go in as far as where they need help. So you should check this out. If they're not a sponsor, I just think they're super cool. Yep. And especially because if you're looking for sponsorship or advertising, it's what people ask for, right, Jess? I mean, yes. It's the only thing they ask for is what audience do you have and how many of them and what are they like? Yeah. And at least this can tell you what are they like. At least even if like, I mean, obviously you would want to have more than a few, a handful of people answer your survey. But at the same time, 
you can get an idea of who is listening and what you put out there whenever you put the stuff out there. Speaking of podcasters, though, of the Edison research, though, the, the Latino Podcasters Listener Report is coming up next week. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes, and I want you all to come and check it out because I got a little bit of a debrief. I got a little walkthrough of the data because Libsyn is um, a sponsor for this, and this is an initiative that I really pushed for. And because I feel this data is incredibly important for our uh, place, you know, of the, the industry as a whole. And the data that's coming out about this is, oh my, I mean, it's so good. I was like, I literally, I have never been, I got a, a one-on-one with Gabriel, a one-on-one. He, he gave the whole presentation just for me. And I was like this, like, like drooling because of the data. It was amazing. You are so good. Adorably excited about data like I no know. one has ever been before <laughs> or since, I'm guessing. <laughs> but it's okay. I like data too. I'm just, I don't know that I can sound as excited as you. Yeah, I know. Data! That's <laughs> Yay, data! Did I do it? Data! <laughs> um, I'm close. Okay. And then I think that lastly for today, do you do you want to talk TikTok or do you want to look at, at the audio rooms? Because I got some... I mean, I think Facebook is more relevant. Because okay. So, we, you I know, they announced did... Facebook podcast and where the heck is it? Nobody I know has it. You got it? Yeah, I know. But, but see, this is the audio rooms, dude. This is not the Facebook podcast. We passed that. Well, we didn't I know, but I'm just that. saying. Okay, so Facebook audio room. So I got a little bit more detail uh, because I am now obsessed with watching all of the Facebook and Instagram updates from Mary Smith because she does such a good job of reporting on a lot of stuff that I don't really get an opportunity to read. Like she finds all these articles. Remember when you were like here going like, I saw the audio room and you took your phone and you're looking and it's not there. Remember? Yeah, but I have seen them. But yeah. Right. But see, here's the thing. So now I have specifics. So that Facebook audio rooms are iOS only. Yup. They're US only. Yup. They're for verified personal profiles. Those dicks. They are for select groups. How dare they? And for pages that are using the new Facebook pages experience. I mean, well, that's easy enough. And so all of those things, they may or may not be coming up for you. And therefore, even though they have audio rooms, there are all of these things that may come into play. So essentially, not everybody has, all in all to say, not everybody has access. Who knows if we'll ever get access? I don't know if I will, if she podcast ever will, the group. Do we want it? No. I would want it for the group. John, of course you're going to say no. I would like it for the group. What I'd really like, you know, I feel like there are some group admins that message me specifically Mm -hmm. with generic messages, which makes me think they're messaging everyone in the group. And if you know how to do that and you're listening to this podcast, I need you to email me immediately and tell me how to do it because I can't figure it out, but I know people are doing it. That's all I know. I get messages from group admins that are like, hey, we're having a clubhouse today. If you want to blah, 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 blah. And I know she has to be doing it in bulk. She has to be. But how? But how, I ask? We don't know. that's weird. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd be too happy about that. If we can't have an audio room, then I want something else, Facebook. You got to give it up. Got to get up the goods. Eh, I've spoken. All right. um, Okay, so are we we all done? We are finished. 
Well, I'll just add this because it's not a, that important. Okay. TikTok is expanding the maximum video length to three minutes, up 60 seconds from TechCrunch. So if you thought you were bored by people selling you before, <laughs> wait till you see these. It's going to be good. I mean, three minutes is three minutes. I mean, three minutes is three minutes. And I think that they're moving in more into less into those snippets and more into like YouTube category. The reason it's good is because of the snippets. There's no commitment. There's no learning. There's no selling. There's only, hey, gotta go. See you later. Bye. That's the point. That's why TikTok is beautiful. But they're ruining it again. I think that they're moving it into the, well, I think that what's happening right now is that TikTok's trying to compete with YouTube. Well, that's stupid because they're not YouTube. They're TikTok. I know, but they're all competing against each other. You know, if only they consulted me, a marketing genius, then they would know what to do. But sadly, they don't. They- Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to She Podcasts. You can find all of our show notes and information, all the links we've talked about today on ShePodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at She Podcasts. Please check out our event that we talked about earlier. Rewind if you want to hear it again. ShePodcast.com slash live and get your tickets. It's going to be delicious and beautiful. And we can't wait to see all of you and give you all a good squeeze. If you want to give us any feedback on today's episode or any episode or how we dress or whatever, you can find us at feedback at ShePodcast.com. Thank you so much for being with us this far in the show. We really appreciate it. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>